This is Along the Way, a podcast showcasing the culture and meaning behind the For This Way, our values in action. In each episode, we will chat with people from across our firm for insights on how they bring our cultural DNA to life. These are the stories that make us one Forbis and that drive us to unlock the potential of all whom we serve. Without further ado, welcome to Along the Way. Welcome to Along the Way, our podcast platform for learning more about our DNA. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, and I oversee strategic communications at Forvis. It has been such a privilege to work on the rollout of our DNA. I'd say one of the most exciting communications projects I've ever worked on. And one of the things that people quickly recognize in how we articulate our purpose, mission, vision, and values, which we call our DNA, is the use of unwords, unlock, uncommon, unmatched, just to name a few. So many people said, why on? It seems odd. They seem negative. So I thought it might be interesting to have our chief integration officer, John Roberts, who was very instrumental in leading our task forces on the development of our DNA, to join us today to take a deeper dive into our unwords. Welcome, John. Hey, Alice Gray. Thanks so much for having me. And I couldn't be more excited to talk about this topic. Really exciting topic for our firm and a really fun time to be a part of for this. Yes. So let's start with what the question is. How did the common thread through everything of the unwords come about? Well, Alice Gray, in my best dad joke voice, it was quite unintentional. But it really was unintentional. Of course, one of our predecessor firms used the word unmatched in much of their prior client experience guidance. When we got together, we all thought this was a best practice nomenclature, and that carried over into our Forbis DNA. However, when all the groups were together, the concept of unlocking your fullest potential was raised. This ultimately developed into what we now know to help those we serve unlock their full potential, our purpose. We then had two unwords as we continued to solve for our mission, vision. You know, those things were in the back of our minds and the words unrivaled and uncommon were added, not in a forced way, but in a way to create a cohesiveness amongst each of the pieces of our purpose, mission, and vision. It was really a natural phenomenon within the task force working groups and really wasn't forced at all. Interesting. Okay, so that leads me to my next question. So I mentioned earlier about how the unwords take on a negative connotation in some circumstances. Was this a concern? You know, listen, it's a really fair point. Really fair point. And on first blush, it can feel like, wait a minute, didn't someone stop and pause to think there could be some people that feel like un is negative. In fact, we tested these mission, purpose, and vision statements with several working groups. As we worked through the feedback, we discovered that the fabric of weaving these words together could become a secret sauce for Forbes. We could teach to what unlock means. We could set a high bar. Think about the high bar with the words unmatched and unrivaled. 
something beyond what people expect, setting a higher bar for ourselves and setting ourselves apart. That could truly become a competitive advantage for us if we can become uncommon in how we deliver service. When you read through the UCX book and the four words that explain the meanings behind all of this new nomenclature, you recognize that once we get the meaning of all that new language together, we will all be able to communicate faster, more clearly, and drive speed to trust with each other and our clients. We have in the unwords and the other key pieces of our DNA created a language that is unique another cool <laughs> word, I know, to form us and will help us stand apart and have pride in who we are, where we work, and how we serve. It will become a very special part of our own special language. Well, I love something that you said. You mentioned that we have four words, our dictionary, if you will, for key terms. And yep. I'll just give a shameless plug. It can be found on our intranet in the DNA Resource Center. And I do think that that defining what these unwords mean was really, really important. And so, you know, if you haven't looked at it, that is definitely a resource to help take a deeper dive into what these words mean. You know, anytime you become acquainted with something new, we can develop misunderstandings. It's human nature. So what's one thing that you want people to understand about our DNA that could possibly be misunderstood? You know, Alice Gray, I think I've been misunderstood my whole life. And so <laughs> doing something creative in accounting firm gives you risk of being misunderstood or misinterpreted. And so we want to be real careful about how we think about that. So while parts of it feel familiar and lean back to certain items in either of the predecessor firm's DNA, this is a net new joint DNA for our firm. If you read through the key aspects of one of my favorite parts, Be Bold, our mnemonic, the wording itself is pretty unique for a professional services firm. The Forvis way of Be Bold is certainly something we can all take to heart. But when you look at the meaning of each letter and think about living up to that high standard each day, whether you're an executive leader or a key team member, you begin to see the impact it could have on the organization if we can drive towards those high aspirations. We don't want our DNA to be so simple that it can't endure the test of time. In this DNA, you can see elements that will challenge you to continue to evolve in your career and in your relationships inside and outside the firm. What makes it special, what makes it unique is its ability to have meaning and purpose no matter what level you are in the firm and no matter what your role. It's the common thing we each strive for to make each other and the place we get to work better every day. So when I'm a staff, that be bold applies just as significantly as when I'm a partner. And in the way I serve internally, in the way I serve externally, all of those things tie into this. And so some people look at it and go, well, I'm not sure that applies to me. It was all designed to apply to all of us. And that's the thing we have to take into mind when we go through that DNA. It's the common thing, hence the naming of the DNA. <laughs> it's the common thing that we all share. That's really, really great information because it does. It applies to everyone, regardless of what your role is. We had two task forces that worked tirelessly 
a group of cross-section of the firm to bring our DNA to life. And gosh, just hours and hours contemplating words and graphics and how we would share with our people and our clients and our broader communities. There's so many aspects to be proud of. What are you, John, most proud of? Well, I think it's going to surprise you a little bit, Alice Gray, (laughs) to think about what I'm most proud of. There's no question that the way the task force teams came together from day one was incredibly impressive. Admittedly, I personally was skeptical that we could bring diverse groups together that had preconceived notions of the firms that they were so proud of. Notice I'm using words that we should never use as a as a one for us. They do this. We do that. But that was what I was worried about. When we get in that room, we'll kind of fight for what we know. I thought we may get some fighting about the way we do it or the way we should do it should Mm -hmm. be our way. And I was like, oh boy, I'm worried about this. But as we got in the room, there was no discussion of our way or my way. All those teams looked to evolve to the best way for what forward vision meant and how we could live up to it. In fact, most of the times it was extremely respectful in the opposite way. Many task force members would say, I know that was important to your predecessor firm. Help me understand why. Or I really liked the way you all did this. It was never a fight to keep something from a legacy perspective, but to evolve to this DNA we could all be proud of for the next hundred years. It was the moment I knew for sure this integration and this merger was going to work, even if we hit a few bumps in the road along the way. Our people, all of our people, no matter where your background came from, care about each other, our clients and the future of the firm. And caring about those three things will make this DNA come to life and sustain the firm as a high performer in the market. It was unbelievable to see how our great people came together to create this DNA that we can be proud of. John, as someone who was able to be a fly on the wall through some of the work, what you said just makes me smile because I had the opportunity to actually witness what you just shared. And and it really was unbelievable, if you will. So I thank you for sharing that with us. And it is something to be proud of. And thank you for joining us today, John. Absolutely. All my gratitude to all of those out there that continue to help make us great every day and bring this to life. Thank you so much. Awesome. And thank you all for tuning in. Until next time, onward and forward. Thank you for listening to Along the Way, featuring conversations about our purpose, mission, vision, and values in action at Forbes. New episodes are produced each month. If you have an idea for a person or topic to be featured, email us at communication at Please join us again for more in-depth discussions about helping those we serve unlock their full potential. Until our next episode, Onward and forward.